She's amazing, Lisa, and welcome to our show. She's magical and colorful and wonderful, you know. She's amazing, Lisa, and welcome to our show. It's time for us to start, so ready, set, let's go! Hey there, moms and dads, friends and fans, and kids out there. Patrick Adams here, and welcome to The Amazing Lisa Show. Joining me today are two very special guests. Hello, Radiolad. This is Holly speaking, this guy's daughter, and one of the stars of the Lisa books. And then there's me! You know me, I'm Amazing Lisa, the marketable plushie of the books. So here in the show today, you're going to learn all about Amazing Lisa. Holly and I are going to be doing some book readings for all the Amazing Lisa books. You'll be hearing some music that was inspired by the Amazing Lisa books. And I'll also be doing a couple of interviews with some of the talented vocalists that I work with. So to get started, just so you learn a little bit more about who Amazing Lisa is, I'm going to kick it off with a song. Who is this amazing Lisa all the kids are talking about? Well, Dad, maybe this will explain. Amazing Lisa's not just a toy for children of the world to enjoy. Amazing Lisa can come to life, turning into anything that Holly likes. Lisa travels the world and has with Holly and Daniel and Jonathan Lisa can turn into so many things In England, she's a horse with wings Oh, Lisa rocks That was Amazing Lisa Rocks, and the very talented vocalist you heard on that song is named Annie Lynn. And Annie Lynn reached out to me one day and was very interested in my book series and, and wanting to work with me and create a song. So 
welcome Annie to the show and tell me about why you reached out to me and what it was like working with me on the song. Trick, thank you so much for having me. That was a pretty good song, wasn't it? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so you want to know what it was like working with you? It was horrible. You were so exacting. You were a task man. No. I loved working with you, Patrick. You were my first author that I worked with. And you taught me that there's a way to take words, put them together, have it make sense, have it be clear and concise and not run on. As you can tell, I'm not really good at that kind of thing. So I was so relieved that you said you would write the lyrics so that I could write the music. Yeah, it was really a joy working with you. And you know, from you, I learned so much about creating a song, this coming from a lifelong music fan, digging into how to create a song from lyrics to the music, to the chorus, to all of that, um, making that song with you spurred me on to, to want to continue doing that, and, um, writing the lyrics and, and eventually creating my own music and actually attempting to sing a song. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I've heard your songs. They're very good from the heart. I'm really excited that I pushed you along and gave you wings. But if you ever need me, you know where to find me. Definitely. So, so tell me a little bit more about some of the other work that you've done and some of the other people that you've worked with. Hmm. Well, the first person in my studio, in my kidlit studio, was you, Patrick. I really just have to say that working with an author and having them come be a part of their recording was something that was so, so special to me. And I hope it's gonna be special to you in the future because you'll look back on it in 10 years and it'll just be like this little little Easter egg that, you know, a little time capsule from the past. Um, so that was one of my favorite things was actually having you at the beginning of the song and then just hanging out and just learning about Kidlet from you. Cause I didn't realize that you were actually a book architect and helped other authors. So you're right, it was very symbiotic in that I got to teach you some things extra about songwriting and you got to teach me about, I guess, writing Kidlet. So I enjoyed it. Um, you asked me about projects that I've worked on. After I got done with you, I worked with an author named Dawn Prohovnik and she did two great books called Where Does a Pirate Go Potty and Where Does a Cowgirl Go Potty? So that was very different than Amazing Lisa. Um, there was no Stonehenge and lots of, uh, lots of rowdy pirates. And then from there, I went and did a song, actually two songs for Michelle McAvoy, who has a podcast, My Messy Muse. That's a kidlit podcast. And then um, from there, I did, oh, I did a fan song for David Litchfield for his Bear in the Piano trilogy. And then finally, I did Zombies Don't Eat Veggies. And that was for um, Lee and Lowe publisher. And um, Zombies Don't Eat Veggies now has several awards and the song has won a songwriting award. And um, that was written by Jorge Lacerra and Megan Lacerra. Megan is the author and Jorge is the artist. So I have all five of your books like up top in my Kidlet Studio library with lights shining on them. And it's the proudest thing ever. It really is. Plus I have my amazing Lisa doll. La la, here it is, here she is. And I'd be remiss if I didn't you know, compliment the other vocalists that you hired for the song. Um, my, as many of you tell on press, there is a, uh, a some kids' voices in Annie. I think recruited you recruited some of your neighbors and um, yes, so I'm I'm song. I'm known as the woman who went literally Patrick for your thing. I literally walked around to bus stops at 3.33 when they dropped them off in the corner in my neighborhood. And I had to like go introduce myself to moms and hi, I'm doing a recording. I work with the school district and you know, do, do you have a kid who sings? So eventually it got less creepy and um, a, a bunch of moms called and said, we have children. And I did get to also use my little cousin and my neighbor and 
my neighbor, um, she's probably the one you hear most prevalently in, in that. She actually liked to refer to herself as Holly. I have a cute little note that she left you. I still have it. I showed it to you. She, she wrote, hi, Patrick. Thanks for letting me sing in your song. Love, Holly. So that was very cute. Well, Annie, thank you so much. Uh, it really was a pleasure working with you. And then we've remained friends all these years. And I'll never forget that being my first song, uh, my first songwriting experience, my first studio experience. And everybody out there, please check out Annie Lynn's stuff on iTunes. And, and you can also find me at AnnieLynn.net, A-N-N-I-E-L-Y-N-N.net. And um, if anybody is a teacher who's listening to this, I am absolutely looking for teachers to help me write um, STEM and STEAM songs. And Patrick, if you do any STEM or STEAM, then please help me because you, like I said, you were the first person to actually show me that you could use less words and still write a magical story. You got it. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you, friend. See you soon. So that was amazing Lisa Rocks and my conversation with Annie Lynn. So let's dig in now to the Amazing Lisa book series. You're going to hear a series of book readings for each of the books in the series. And then you're going to hear a song that accompanies each of those books. So I really enjoy making this series because it combines several things that I love. First of all, the stars of the book, uh, Holly, Daniel, and Jonathan, are based on three of my actual kids. And then Lisa, the stuffed animal, is based on a stuffed toy that my daughter Holly has and was really the inspiration for the book series. So for my love of travel, I decided that each of these stories should take place in a different spot around the world, uh, often inspired by places that I've actually been, and that the adventures not only weave all sorts of you know excitement and magical fun, but also a little bit of an educational element. So the first story is Lisa Goes to England. So we're going to start off with a book reading excerpt from the book, really centered around the part where Holly and Lisa are going to enjoy tea with the Queen, and Daniel and Jonathan are at Stonehenge, and there is trouble afoot. So here is the book reading excerpt for Lisa Goes to England, and this is me and my daughter Holly doing the reading. And we'll follow that up with the song that goes with the book. Lisa and Holly arrived at Windsor Castle, where the Queen and her guards were waiting for Holly and Lisa. Join me for some tea, said the Queen. Can Lisa come too? asked Holly. Of course, said the Queen. Hooray, said Holly and Lisa. Inside the castle at a giant table, Holly and Lisa had tea and snacks. Can I try on your crown? asked Holly. Oh, I have special crowns for you and Lisa, said the queen. Holly and Lisa tried on the crowns and imagined what it would be like to be the queen. Maybe we can live in a castle now, too, said Holly. Back at Stonehenge, Jonathan continued throwing his rubber ball against the rocks and catching it. But then something went wrong. One of the rocks began to wobble. Oh, no, said Daniel. If that one falls over, they will all fall down. The rock wobbled more and more. It was going to fall. Jonathan, get out of the way, yelled Daniel. Daniel and Jonathan got out of the way as everyone watched and worried. Stonehenge may collapse. The queen gave Holly and Lisa a tour of the castle. This place is so big, said Holly. It's amazing, said Lisa. Perhaps you'd like to be my guest for a night, said the queen. Holly turned to Lisa with a big smile. Uh-oh, said Lisa. I sense that something is wrong. What is it? asked Holly. Your Majesty, I'm sorry, but we need to go, said Lisa. Climb aboard, Holly! Lovely meeting you both, said the Queen. Please visit any time. Lisa and Holly took off as the Queen waved goodbye. Where are we going? asked Holly. To Stonehenge, said Lisa. To save the day! So I hope you enjoyed that book reading for Lisa Goes to England. Now, one of my latest projects has been to work on an album of songs, and each of the songs in this album is inspired by one of my children's books. So the song that was paired with Lisa Goes to England is called Tea with the Queen. So this song really tells the story of the book, but is focused on the one 
scene in the book where Holly and Lisa get to have tea with the queen and visit her castle. I worked with a very talented vocalist on this, and you'll get to know Sarah Elizabeth as she did all of the songs for me in the Amazing Lisa series, with the exception of the song uh, that you heard earlier that I did with Annie Lynn. So this song is called Tea with the Queen, and I hope you enjoy it. And that was Tea with the Queen. I hope you enjoyed that. 
One of the fun things I've been able to do with the Amazing Lisa character is to have a plush toy created to bring the character to life. And I have many, many different options. Right now, the, the character is available in my store, on my website, in her original form. Uh, one of the things I would love to look into uh, you know, down the road is all of the different forms that she turns into, into the various books, is to potentially get some of those made and, and just have many different options for Lisa and uh, bring her to life in many, many different ways. So moving on to the next book, uh, the second story in the series was Lisa Goes to France. So the kids obviously head off to Paris with Lisa and have all sorts of adventures in the Eiffel Tower, Notre Dame, the Arc de Triomphe, and of course there is an adventure and a opportunity for Lisa to save the day. So the next book reading is going to be an excerpt from Lisa Goes to France, and this is around the scene where the kids, Jane, Daniel, and Jonathan, are up in the Eiffel Tower, and they sort of create a situation that calls for Lisa to save the day. So here we go. Holly and I doing a book reading of Lisa Goes to France. Jonathan, where did you go? yelled Daniel. Jonathan was running around the top of the Eiffel Tower playing chase with a group of French children he met. Daniel watched as they zoomed by. Be careful, Jonathan, he yelled. Jonathan was running and looked behind him to see if the kids chasing him were about to catch him. All of a sudden, he accidentally bumped into a small boy knocking his stuffed animal out of his arms into the air. Jonathan tried to catch it but missed as the stuffed animal fell out of the Eiffel Tower and towards the ground. Oh, Buffy! cried the boy. Lisa pulled up to Notre Dame Cathedral. Wow, that building looks really neat, said Holly. Can we go inside? Of course, said Lisa. But we need to be quiet, Lisa continued. It's a church, so we will keep our voices low. Okay, whispered Holly. Lisa and Holly were about to walk inside. Uh-oh, said Lisa. What's the matter, Lisa? Said Holly. Trouble, said Lisa. We need to go. Time to save the day. Lisa turned back into a car and they drove off. I need to be fast, Holly. Hang on! Lisa sped up and then flew up into the air. You're a flying car! Yippee! Yelled Holly. Lisa flew as fast as she could towards the Eiffel Tower. As they approached the Eiffel Tower, Holly and Lisa heard the young boy crying. Look, Lisa, there's something in the air that's falling! Said Holly. That's it! Said Lisa. Lisa flew underneath the falling stuffed animal and Holly caught it in her arms. Hooray! Said Holly. Let's fly back up to the boy. And I hope you enjoyed our book reading for Lisa Goes to France. So the song that was paired up with Lisa Goes to France is called Race Car Lisa. And with each of the songs that I created, I, I tried to kind of give it a different vibe each time. So after listening to Tea with the Queen, I think you're going to notice a, a completely different sound here on Race Car Lisa. Once again, with the very talented Sarah Elizabeth on vocals, here is Race Car Lisa. She's the one and you 
And that was Race Car Lisa. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, you know, I've mentioned Sarah Elizabeth a couple of times, and you know, she was really, really important uh, collaborator here with me on this album. She did the vocals for several of the songs. Um, what I loved about working with her is that you know, I created the music, I wrote the lyrics, I had a song structure in mind, I gave her that song structure, and she gave something back to me that was just above and beyond anything I could have expected. Um, so I asked her to kind of contribute a little bit, uh, tell us a little bit about herself and her experience working with me on these. And here you go. This is Sarah Elizabeth. Hello, I'm Sarah Elizabeth. I'm a singer and composer from the UK. I work as a performer and as a session musician in um, all sorts of styles. A lot of the work I've been doing lately has been remote rather than face-to-face, -face, uh, which was initially a little unusual, but it's meant that I've been able to work with people from all over the world, which I certainly wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. And so this is how I came to be working with Patrick on the music that will be accompanying his book series. When Patrick first got in touch with me, he had a song that was centred around characters travelling to England, and uh, I'm guessing that he wanted somebody with an English accent, uh, which I have, so that was a good start. So it was really great to be able to read through each of the books before I started work on the songs, um, to really get a, a flavour and context for how I would deliver the performance. These are really upbeat stories of adventure, so I wanted my singing to reflect that. Working with Patrick's music and lyrics has been really good fun. He clearly had strong ideas about how he wanted the songs to sound when he sent them through, but he also left me plenty of room to be creative and really try and bring the songs to life. One of the things I wanted to do was to add harmonies and backing vocals to add a layer of sort of call and response, an almost interactive element that would really bring the listener into the experience. We'd like you to end up singing along, that's my goal for these songs. As Patrick and I have collaborated on a number of songs now, I think we've become more and more comfortable with one another's working styles. This has meant that from Patrick's end, he's been able to send me uh, either a fully formed, his fully formed ideas or possibly something more skeletal. And likewise, I've felt that I've been able to send him my suggestions for additions or changes that I've thought Patrick might be amenable to. Well, it's definitely been a really enjoyable experience working with Patrick on all of these songs, and I just hope he hurries up and writes some more so we can work together again. 
Very special thanks to Sarah Elizabeth, and I cannot wait to work with her again. She is absolutely wonderful. All right, up next, Australia. So Lisa goes to Australia, uh, heavily featuring animals. Uh, Holly is very much an animal lover, so I knew I was going to base this story around koalas and kangaroos. And one of the main plot points in the story is a visit to Wildlife Sydney, where Holly and Lisa get to party around with some koalas and kangaroos while Daniel and Jonathan are having an adventure at the Sydney Opera House. So the next book reading excerpt is going to feature a scene where, as usual, Jonathan is causing some mischief at the Sydney Opera House while Holly and Lisa are having their party with the koalas and kangaroos. So here you go, excerpt for Lisa Goes to Australia. Holly and Lisa found the kangaroos who were all standing around. Hey, come on over and join us, mate, said one of the kangaroos to Lisa. We're about to have a party. Hooray, said Holly. Can we go, Lisa? Sure, said Lisa as she jumped over the fence to the other kangaroos. That's a funny looking joey you have there, mate, said one of the kangaroos to Lisa. That's not my joey. That's my Holly, said Lisa. Holly, Lisa, and the kangaroos laughed and jumped around. A couple of koalas joined the party. He said, hi, my name is Katrina the kangaroo. These are my mates, Jasper and Jonathan the kangaroos. And these here are Caleb and Daniel the koalas. Holly laughed. My brothers are named Jonathan and Daniel. I bet you do always get in trouble. The visitors were shocked to see a little girl playing with the kangaroos and koalas. But it looks like they're all good friends, said a lady as she took pictures. Back at the opera house, Daniel had lost Jonathan inside the building. Jonathan, where are you? yelled Daniel. Oh no, not again. Jonathan had wandered into a room where the orchestra would be playing and saw several musical instruments. The instruments were neatly in order in large chairs at the front of the stage. But the one that caught Jonathan's eye was the tuba. It was big. No one was around, so Jonathan went over to the tuba. He looked around again. No one was looking. With a sly grin on his face, he decided to see if he could play the tuba and make a loud noise. I bet I could make a loud noise at this, said Jonathan. He walked up the steps to the stage. On his way to the tuba, he bumped into one of the large chairs that had a trombone on it. The chair fell over, but he rescued the trombone before it fell off the stage and onto the floor where it surely would have broken. But that chair hit another, which started to fall. He rescued that instrument, but now that chair hit another. They were all going to fall. The orchestra conductor ran in. Oh no, the instruments will all break, and then we won't be able to do our show tonight. Daniel heard the loud yelling, and he knew. Jonathan, yelled Daniel. Can I have some more tea, please? Asked Holly. Anything for you, Miss Holly? Said Katrina the kangaroo as she filled up Holly's cup. All of a sudden, Lisa jumped up. Holly! Yelled Lisa. What is it, Lisa? I said it's trouble. We have to go! Holly jumped into Lisa's pouch and then said goodbye. Goodbye, mate! Said all of the kangaroos and koalas back. And that was Lisa Goes to Australia. So as I approached writing a song for Lisa Goes to Australia, it had to be about koalas and kangaroos, and that's actually the name of the song, Koalas and Kangaroos. So I focused in on that piece of the book and just the general idea of Holly and Lisa having a party with a bunch of koalas and kangaroos. So without further ado, here is Koalas and Kangaroos.
So now that you've been introduced to Amazing Lisa and some of her exploits, you might be wondering, where exactly did Amazing Lisa come from? Well, the story of how Holly got Lisa is that Lisa showed up in her locker one day mysteriously after Holly rescued a little girl from being bullied. So what is the backstory of Lisa? I am going to explore that in future books. Uh, we're going to start to learn a little bit more about where Lisa came from. Are there other Lisas? Are there other creatures like Lisa? Well, that'll be up in future books. And I can't wait to, to start to expand on that universe a little bit. So that leads me into the next story, which is Lisa Goes to India. So with this one, I actually made a trip to India several years ago, so that, that hugely inspired me on this book. Uh, but with this one, the story is really centering more around not only the, the cool sites in India like the Taj Mahal, but some of the people that they meet and interact with in this book. Not only people, but animals as well. So the excerpt you're about to hear is everybody is at Akshardam Temple and they want to go visit the Taj Mahal. Well, as soon as they get to the Taj Mahal, all sorts of chaos ensues, and it leads to Lisa saving the day once again. So here, Holly and I, with the excerpt for Lisa Goes to India. The whole group met at Akshardam Temple in Delhi. Jonathan was excited to be there. India has so many cool buildings, said Jonathan, looking at the temple. Um, Holly, started Daniel, why are there two monkeys with you and Lisa? The monkeys smiled. How rude of me, laughed Holly. Everyone, please meet Bali and Copy. Nice to meet you both, said Priya. Jonathan and Ravi went up to the monkeys and gave them a high five. If you think this is cool, wait till we get to the Taj Mahal, said Ravi to Jonathan. Speaking of which, how are we all traveling there? asked Priya. Do we need a big car? Ahem, I'll handle this one, said Holly, holding on to Lisa, who was in her normal form. Lisa will take us there! Lisa turned back into an elephant. Everyone aboard, said Lisa. Jonathan, Holly, Daniel, Robbie, Priya, and the two monkeys climbed onto Lisa's back. Lisa's elephant ears extended, she started flapping them, and they flew up into the sky on their way to the Taj Mahal. They arrived at the Taj Mahal, landing at the parking lot. We were right inside on a cart pulled by a camel, said Priya. They walked towards Taj Mahal, and the kids each were in awe of it. Incredible, said Daniel. It's even better than I thought. Awesome, yelled Jonathan. Can we go to the top? Beautiful, said Holly. Come on, Lisa, let's go closer. Jonathan and Robbie started running around with the monkeys. Be careful, you guys, shouted Daniel. It was too late. The boys and the monkeys were laughing and running, heading towards the Taj Mahal. To get away from Robbie and Jonathan, the monkeys climbed all the way up Taj Mahal to the top. Whew, said Bally, the monkey. Then, looking down, he realized it was easier climbing up than it was going back down. They were stuck. Help, yelled Bally, the monkey. We are stuck on top of the Taj Mahal. Holly looked at Lisa. It's time, Lisa. Let's save the day. Wait, 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 said Jonathan forcefully. This time I want to help. It's our fault, too, they ran up there. Yeah, said Robbie. Me, too. Okay, said Lisa. Lisa grabbed Jonathan and Robbie by her elephant trunk. Hold on. When you get up there, each of you bring one down. I'm very proud of Lisa Goes to India, as it was a Book Excellence Award winner in the children's fiction category. Uh, that was an award that was announced early this year for me, so extremely proud of that. So as I mentioned, the focus in this book uh, not only is on the adventure, but some of the fun friends that are introduced in this, like Daniel's pen pal, Priya. And then Priya's brother, Ravi, who becomes a uh, running mate of Jonathan's. And then a couple of monkeys, Bally and Cappy, who are introduced in the show. So with that in mind, when I wrote the song uh, for India, that's the topic that I went with. And the song is titled, Our Friends in India. And here you go.
And that was our friends in India. So Holly, Daniel, and Jonathan, three of the main characters in this book, are three of my children. It's so much fun writing these stories and weaving in pieces of their actual personalities. In the books, you'll notice that Daniel is you know, the, the smarter, older, more responsible one. Um, so he, he's kind of the leader. And then Jonathan is the well-meaning but fun and adventurous and mischievous one. And then Holly is the always happy, wanting to go out and have an adventure type. So it's been a great joy for me, you know, writing the books with them as characters in these. And I wouldn't have it any other way. They're, they're my ultimate inspiration, and they make the book writing easy and fun. And uh, I love coming up with these stories. So moving on to the last of the books uh, that are out so far in the Lisa series, and that is Lisa Goes to Japan. So the setting for this story is that the kids and Lisa are heading to Japan where Daniel and Jonathan are taking place in a video game tournament in order to determine a world champion. And their big goal is to, to get to Japan, get a chance to see a few things, uh, but ultimately go there and win this big tournament. So the book excerpt you're about to hear from Holly and I is a scene where Daniel and Jonathan are at Mount Fuji, and this is the day before the morning of the event. And then, of course, something happens, and they need Lisa to come save the day once again. So here you go. Lisa goes to Japan. Jonathan and Daniel sat down on a bench that faced Mount Fuji. I'd love to climb that, said Jonathan. Always adventurous, said Daniel, reaching for his phone to take pictures. To his shock, his phone was not in his pocket. Oh no, yelled Daniel. Where is my phone? I have everything on that, including our competition registration. Jonathan and Daniel searched frantically for Daniel's phone. It was late and people were starting to gather at the bus back to Tokyo. They ran back to a gift store they had visited. Daniel ran up to the front counter and asked if a phone had been returned. Smiling, the clerk said, You mean this one? Yes, shouted Daniel. Thank you so much. We need to hurry, Daniel, shouted Jonathan. We'll miss the bus. They ran back to the bus, only to see it pulling away. Oh no, said Jonathan sadly. Now we're going to be stuck here all night. We won't make it back in time for the competition. Daniel looked at Jonathan. This is worth a try, said Daniel. Lisa! Lisa! Jonathan started yelling it too. Holly and Lisa got some popcorn after getting off the Ferris wheel. Lisa suddenly looked alarmed. Holly? Said Lisa. I know, I know. My brothers are in trouble again, laughed Holly. Let's get them. Can't wait to hear this story. Lisa laughed and then turned back into Lisa the train. Holly climbed aboard. Mount Fuji, here we come, said Holly as they took off. Jonathan looked up to the sky and saw Lisa the train heading towards him with Holly's head poking out the side. Daniel, yelled Jonathan. Daniel had been pacing around trying to figure out what to do. Lisa and Holly landed and Daniel and Jonathan rushed over to them. Okay, guys, said Holly with her hands on her hips. Let's hear this story. Can we tell it on the way back to Tokyo? Asked Daniel shyly. It's kind of embarrassing. Sure, can't wait, said Holly, laughing. All aboard, everyone. Next up, Tokyo. And there you go. That was the book excerpt for Lisa Goes to Japan. So as I was writing the song for Lisa Goes to Japan, it just made sense that the video game tournament was a key focus of it. And Jonathan and Daniel's attempts to win a big trophy were, were kind of the key theme for the song. So I hope you enjoy this. Uh, it's the last song from the Amazing Lisa portion of my Amazing World album. And it is called Adventure in Japan. Here you go. Are ready to go on that trip. 
Lisa the train flying like a plane And we'll have that trophy in hand All right, that is it for The Amazing Lisa Show. I hope you had a good time. I hope you got to know Amazing Lisa a little bit better. If you are interested in learning more, please visit my website at patrickadamsbooks.com. And by all means, please find me on Facebook at either Patrick Adams Books, Lyric Star Music, Amazing Lisa Productions, or Rhythms World Productions. You can also find me on Instagram at Patrick underscore Adams underscore books and on Twitter at at Pat Adams books. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you again next month with my other book series, Rhythms World, and a show dedicated to that one. Thank you all. Bye bye.